name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Good morning. Let us look back to the early 80s. Computers were fairly new. We could not see each other on FaceTime when we call. We did not email. We did not text. At that time, when people were far away, the only way we communicate is by writing letters. I remember, as a young foreign student, after my classes, I would go to the post office to check my mailbox in anticipation of getting a letter from home, especially from my mom and my siblings. Sometimes my mailbox was empty. In Advent times, I will call those days blue candle days. These were days filled with anticipation, but no mail delivery. There were times when I opened my mailbox and I would find letters written by my mom and my siblings waiting for me. I get so excited and read those letters over and over. The Advent word for that is Gaudat Sunday. Days of rejoicing, pink candle days, days of joy and spitting arises and still surprising. Today is known in the liturgical calendar as Gaudari Sunday. In Latin word, Gaudari means rejoice. The Ains family lit the pink candle on the Advent wreath. We have three blue candles and one, blue and one pink candle. The pink candle is for Gaudari Sunday. It is a lighting in the season of waiting and preparation. And we had that theme in our reading from Isaiah today. I will rejoice in the Lord, my whole being shall exult in my God. In our reading from Thessalonians, Paul urges us to pray without season, to give thanks in all circumstances and rejoice always. To give thanks in all circumstances and rejoice always. Extraordinary strong statement by Paul here. During Advent, we celebrate the adventure of Christ who came, who we come, and who is coming to us right now in the sacrament of this present moment. And with each of these comings, we are given reason to rejoice. This season invites us to reflect on the, on the way our own personal life has been blessed with peace and joy, thanks to Christ and his coming into our lives. Advent is a season when we rejoice and remember the way God has protected us and blessed us, 
It's a season when we continue to wait for the return of Christ. The fact is that nobody knows when the second coming of Jesus Christ will take place. The beautiful passage from Proverbs, I mean, Prophet Isaiah reading today addresses people who came back from exile. The context is so relevant if we look at it to the general rule of what is happening in the world today. They have returned from exile, and you would think there's a lot of hope. But what they are facing upon their return to the land they have left have been ruined by the Babylonians after years of demolition. We all can imagine they completed their journey back home and what they found was destruction of their land. Where do they begin? What did they start? Too big, too much. Let's compare it this way. Let's look at the recent volcano fire destruction in Iowa. I mean, excuse me, in Hawaii. The recent tornado destruction of homes in Tennessee about two weeks ago. Our last year destruction of homes in California by wildfire. We all see these natural disasters on TV. You could look at the despair on the faces of our fellow citizens. Like, how do you start? Where do you begin? People are sifting through their belongings looking for what can be saved. People weeping and looking in despair. How do you rebuild? How do you go on? God's word through Prophet Isaiah today spoken to the broken people who are saying, what do we do? And where do we start? Maybe something asking you that this morning for you to feel, where do you rebuild? Where do you start? But this, this beautiful message from Isaiah says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has appoint, anointed me to preach good news to the, to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to the open of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the days of vengeance of, of our God, to comfort all who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. These words might be familiar to you. These are also the words Jesus is speaking to all of us today in our reading from John. Jesus is now telling us that everything in our lives is going to be okay or easy. And just do not seek help if you need it. During the holidays, some of us go through a lot of feelings. And we need a comforter. Personally, during this holiday, during this holiday I think a lot about my parents 
and my siblings, and sometimes uncontrollable tears come down my face because I still mourn for them. I realize it is okay to cry, and it is not a weakness. It shows I'm human. I'm okay. I'm just expressing this to ensure others who feel the same way need to put their trust in the Lord and believe that our Lord is our comforter. Today, Jesus is coming to us as the comforter of those who mourn. Our Lord Jesus Christ knows our losses are real and our mourning is real. Our Lord is present and sits quietly with us in the darkness during our grief and losses. God's love is real and our Lord's presence is real. The psalm for today put it beautifully. If you look at verses 6 and 7, it said, Those who sow with tears we recap with the song of joy. Those who God are weeping, carrying the seed, we come again with joy, shouldering their ships. Brothers and sisters, the oppressed among us still long for good news. The broken among us seek something to be to bind together, pieces together, and the prisoners among us long for liberty. We heard from the prophet Isaiah reading today that his concern about justice and peace. And that is what I encourage us in the Episcopalian community. This should always be our concern as well. Justice and peace. In our gospel reading, John encourages us to become the voice crying out in the wilderness, in a world where acting out of compassion and mercy are sometimes met. Our John's voice crying out was met by the Pharisees with skepticism, confusion, and the who do you think you are that challenges our authority to proclaim God's abundance. John encouraged us to exemplify all our, in all our readings we had today and proclaim God's joy, presence, blessings, and abundance. Unfortunately, the darkness around us continues to grow. Literally, as we approach the longest night of the year and spiritual as sickness, death, and political division mentalizes around us. The darkness indeed frightening, and it demands our caution and care. Now we are dealing with political struggles and election cycles that will not quit with a divided nation. A friend of mine sent me a clip from a brilliant lady, Miss Ibukun Awoshika, and she put it this way. 
if the world needs people who have courage of conviction, it is now. There's a major crisis of what is right and what is wrong. We are forgetting that we need each other. We are forgetting that we need to look for out for one another. It is a small world where do we do not, if we do not learn to love and respect one another and forget those things we think are important but unimportant and forget those things we think are important but unimportant, we need to have the courage to speak up. Brothers and sisters, we need to go back to being the children of the world again. We need to be, we need to be the people who believe in love, faith, kindness, and caring for our neighbors so that together we can find solutions to our divided nation. We cannot afford or allow other people to divide us. I'll say it again. We cannot afford or allow other people to divide us. Two weeks ago, I was at Walmart, and the lady before me had a conversation with the cashier, Miss Emily. And based on their conversation, I could tell that the lady was not having a good day. To my amazement, Miss Emily, the cashier, gave the lady words of encouragement. And I waited patiently for them to finish. Miss Emily came out from the uh, booth, gave her a hug, and she thanked her for her kindness. After the lady left, I asked Miss Emily whether she knew her, and she said no. Is this now we do? as Americans, to care for one another. I know this is what we do. Advent is a season of washing and waiting. Being alert and standing up for what we believe. John the Baptist calls us to testify, to bear the truth, to bear witness to the truth. I encourage all of us to go out today and bear witness of our Lord Jesus Christ. Testify to the love and truth and shine the light of peace in the world. Amen.